What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 294 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we're geeking out about Street Fighter, Paramount News, and Knuckles. <laughs> gotta, gotta get that and Knuckles in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Because we're actually geeking out about Knuckles. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it does. I promise. Let's just... Get right into it this week. We have a lot we missed last week because of Valentine's yeah. Day. Um, there's a whole lot of Paramount stuff, but we'll, we'll get into what we're uh, been playing first. Fight a mountain to climb. The gaming news, and then we'll get the rest of it. Go ahead, LJ. Alrighty. Um, so um, I did get a review copy of. We're we're actually going to get into some more fighting game stuff later, but I did get a review copy of King of Fighters 15, uh, which is the game. It's got the guy from Smash Brothers in it, Terry Bogart. Uh, <laughs> it's the guy from Fortnite. Um, nah, but um, yeah, so that game's See, good. This is what I'm confused about. We're going to get into it later, the Street Fighter thing. Yeah. But like, I've never heard of King of Fighters. There's 15 of them. There's more than 15. Well, yeah, so. Many King of Fighters. Many Kings King, of Fighters. King of Fighters is about as old as Street Fighter, I think. Um, is it? Okay. So. Because Street yeah. Fighter just released Street Fighter 2 over and over and over and over. Yes. They're like, Street <laughs> Fighter 2 Hyper Turbo. Like, that's, speaking of the end Knuckles meme, that's where, like, the Hyper Turbo Extra Special Edition and Knuckles, yeah. like, meme comes from. Is that's See, we're threading the needle right here. It all started with Street, Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2. New 15. challengers. And then there's, like, <laughs> then there's, like, Ultimate, you know, like, there's all these different names, you know. Um, But anyway, King of Fighters is cool, Um, mainly if, like, it, it's fun like they've figured out a way to like feel like it's understand like it's easy to understand how to play but um the bummer is like if you're not going to get into that community or get into it online then there's like no reason to play it there's all there is is like a little like arcade mode and which is fun um i tried to get into it online and i haven't won a match yet but i've had some good fights and some good like ooh, like i wish i would have like you know actually won some of those i get so close and I just ended up losing. Um, so I'm probably going to give that game like a 6 or a 7 because it's just like, it's for fans that have stuck with that series for so long and um, it's not really a, very different from the previous one which came out in like 2016. So um, yeah, I'm working on that review. Actually, I've already started writing it because I, I got it Thursday and I'm like, oh, I've spent two nights with this and, and Saturday morning. So I was like, I'm just going to get it done. Um so yeah, wish it could be better. Wish it was going to revolutionize things. Like hopefully Street Fighter Six will, um, and like actually change things. Um, like but a uh, yeah, um, yeah, Street Fighter might need a different logo, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, I know that's been a meme around the internet. Um, but the other game, it's been a uh, to to throw around the most commonly used journalist term. It's been a breath of fresh air to go back to Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> nice. Um, I went back, uh, started playing the director's cut version. I haven't been to Iki Island yet. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to go for the platinum in that. And so I'm just kind of like mopping things up on the main Sweet. islands before. And it uh, feels good like to go back and take some photos again. And just like, I'm like, I love being in this world. And it was almost in kind of a, like, not really a FOMO because like Horizon's not my thing. But it was almost like a 
like, ooh, I would really like a big open world game right now because games like Sifu and King of Fighters have, have been kicking my teeth in. So it feels like I haven't actually been able to enjoy video games for the last couple weeks. Uh, and so like Horizon. Yeah, so so like this was just like a oh like I'm back in my comfort zone kind of a thing. Um nice. So yeah, I'm I'm playing that um again which which feels good. Um so that's kind of what I've been up to in gaming. Um I did just uh sitting it's sitting on my bed unopened right now, but I did get an Oculus Quest, so I'll probably have a lot of Oculus stuff to talk about next week, so Yo. I'm excited for that. So that's what I've been cool. up to. Sweet. What about, what about you, Shelly? I've been playing Pokemon Legends Arceus and Horizon Forbidden West. I beat Pokemon Legends. Technically, I beat it. I, I rolled credits, but I've been told it's a crazy post game. Yeah, um, that's what I've heard. And there's like apparently this incredible like final boss esque thing that happens Ooh. that I'm not haven't done yet. Um, I think I know what I'm supposed to do to get there. I just haven't finished it yet. I'm sort of like trying to work through the Pokedex that sort of thing. It's kind of turned into. Definitely a secondary game. I, I'm really grateful I'm, I can actually play handheld again because for the longest time I couldn't play handheld because my oh, Joy-Cons yeah. were drifting. But I got new Joy-Cons or I got new off-brand Joy-Cons that work really well. Um, so now it really kind of is just my, oh, I can put something on the background and just like, that's a great handheld, handheld game. Yeah, so that's that's where we're at with that. It's like, oh, I can just kind of casually pick it up and, and yeah. play it and just kind of progress. I don't have to grind it out. Even if you um, spend like 20 minutes just like catching Pokemon or just doing some yeah. kind of small quest. Exactly. I love grinding at the uh, this, in the distortions and stuff. So, um, so I'm still having a good time. But yeah, it's not one of those things where it's like I can't just like play it 24-7 or anything like that anymore. Um, my husband's been playing it, so that's been fun to watch him play, though. Uh, but no, what I've been playing now is, uh, it's of course, Horizon Forbidden West. Ooh, Oh yeah. my gosh. It's so pretty. <laughs> I can't get over how quickly everything loads. I heard um, a rumor that they actually had to force those, like, when you, like, fast travel and stuff, like, those yeah. loading times, like, they, slowed, I, down, they yeah. slowed it down because yeah. they're like, oh, you can't read the tips. And I'm like, why did you do that? You did not need to do that. You could just make it immediately. But it's like it's still like essentially immediate. It's yeah. crazy to me. I, like, yeah, that's cool. PS5 is nuts. Like there's just no loading. Yeah, because I think um, that was built in with PS4 in mind first, and then they just took it up a notch for next yeah. gen. So they had to mm-hmm. be like, okay, let's slow down the Which, loading I screen mean, a little bit. It's been a while since I played the first game, but I'm pretty sure I was kind of getting annoyed with how long things were loading in the first game on my PS4. <laughs> well, yeah, because every be time you I die, that... I believe, right? Huh? Every time you die, it would have to load, I think. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. um, but no, this is, it's so nice. Everything is so pretty and it's fun. I'm sort of still kind of getting used to the controls. I feel like it's, there's so many different things you could do. There's so many weapons you can equip. There's so many different types of things you could do. There's so many they've added movement options, which is really exciting. I always think you know movement options in open world games makes things better, um, and that's obviously evident in like Pokemon Legends. Even like you get those mounts, um, essentially. Oh yeah, the mounts are like a bigger up. thing in the sequel now, huh? Yeah. So um, I'm not very far. Uh, I at least. I mean, I've been playing a lot for sure, but I don't think I'm very far in the grand scheme of the entire game, but I'm awesome. having a really good time uh, so far. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like spoil anything, but mm-hmm. I think what's cool so far is that, again, I've only played a little bit, but I feel like they've only 
Like, they added a bunch of new stuff, but they also have a bunch... They kept a bunch of mechanics and things from the first game, and they've just kind of improved it a little bit. Like, crafting and things like that. Like, there's just, like, more mechanics that actually improve on stuff that was already kind of a thing in the first game, which I really appreciate, because I'm like, that's how you should do a sequel, right? You should have the same stuff from the first game, but update mm -hmm. it. Don't fix it if it's not broken kind of a thing. Exactly. Like, make it better if you can, and that's what they did. Which So it's like, I'm, I'm incredibly impressed with the game so far. Um, I don't really have anything bad to say about it other than I, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> to be fair, like, I'm still kind of like, oh, yeah, I actually need to be really careful when stealthing. I need to, like, do this and that. Well, and that's what and I sometimes... loved and hated about that game is, like, you know, it was fun to actually take those things down when you did. But when you're trying to get from A to B or whatever, it's so, like, oh, my gosh, I got spotted. Like, I got to fight these things now. Exactly. But, <laughs> I mean, it keeps the threat real, I, I guess. I loved that first game so much. I played... I think I got all the weapons. I didn't platinum it or anything, but, but yeah, I really um, like got all the secret weapons and all those things. Yeah, and um, like, um, cool. even like I just remember, um, I recommended the original game to one of my friends, uh, not super long after I'd finished the game. I remember his main complaint was that there was too much stuff, too much UI. Like there was just too much stuff covering the screen. And I remember thinking back, I was like, oh yeah, like there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of like got the bottom left corner where you can like change what's like in your hand but then you also like have like the tracker not mini map but like the tracker up top and then you also have what item you're like weapon you're equipped and it's like there were a lot of things on the screen but mm-hmm. i love this game because they actually strip it back and they did the same thing as like with ghost of tsushima where it's like if you need direction if you need a reminder of what you actually have equipped if you need a reminder of like what quest you're on uh you could do like you could flip flick up on the uh controller oh, I and it'll love give the, you that information yeah so, the whole like oh you're supposed to go this direction like with exactly the main... kind of thing it's like yeah. it, it's sort of a like sometimes i'm just like okay wait what quest do i have equipped like active again or mm-hmm. like what what things am i grabbing or like what weapon do i have right now like what i, I just need a reminder you literally just flip up it'll tell you that information and it just Mm -hmm. stays there for like five seconds and it goes away again. And so it's like most of the game, which is perfect because like, you're not going to be in combat most of the game, just straight up. You're not, you're going to be, unless you're like fiending for going after the story constantly or just always going in fights, which is fair. I mean, people won't play with that. That's fine. But I feel like most players like me are going to be exploring and running around a lot and also Mm -hmm. just taking in how like pretty the game is in general. Um, And so I think that was a really, really smart move because there's only two things on the screen and it's that tracker at the top, which is barely like in the way it's barely in the way at all. And then you have like just your items in the bottom left corner and that's it. And it's like so nice because it's just like, oh, it feels like a UI list design, even though you can just always (laughs) you 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 should try taking some photos is what you should do. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I I haven't yet. But I also I also heard that apparently they they have like an enhanced photo mode in the digital deluxe version. I don't know. It's probably some extra features or something like I think so. uh, Sometimes it's like an extra frame or an extra like gradient or something or like an extra filter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I did the thing where I got the PS4 version and then upgrade to PS5. To I think save everybody 10 did. Bucks. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? Like, right. it just seems so. I that's, I didn't know that's what everybody did. Work. Yeah, I was kind of just like, this seems too good. <laughs> what to does true. that process like, look like? Do you can you buy it? Do you have to download it on your PS4 before you send it over? So or what you, you have to do, or at least what I did, 
is you have to you can't just buy the ps4 yeah. version on the console you have to use like the app or like you have to go on the website separately to get the yeah. ps4 version you get okay. that installed on your that um, was a little funky with horizon specifically from what i heard yeah because yeah, so it does have to install on your ps4 you just no no i installed on my ps5 i didn't touch my ps4 oh okay um, cool. And so I don't even know if you absolutely had to have it installed. I did install the PS4 version yeah. um, because I had enough space. Because that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, I don't have enough space to even do that. So, like, that's something to consider, I guess. But I had enough space. I definitely do. Um, and then what I did was after that was installed, I and the game was out because I it was, like, right after the game came out. Um, I went to the game store and it said that I had the free upgrade um, and I, I can install the free upgrade, and that's what I did. Yeah. And I just for temporarily, I had like those two different copies, which is like actually happens all the time if you have a bunch of PS4 games that you're transferring to PS5. Um, mm-hmm. like I remember it happened to me with Spider Man and um, even the original Horizon, I believe. And uh, I just deleted the old one and kept the new one. Yeah. The so, one so the thing they used fine. to do was you would it would download both, but now it doesn't do mm-hmm. that, which is nice. Um, yeah. But the thing you got to remember when doing those free upgrades, you can't preload them most of the time. So what you do, mm-hmm. what you have to do is like you can pre-order like the PS4 version or whatever, but you mm-hmm. actually have to wait until like launch to actually download the P- the free upgrade for the PS5 most of the time. Yeah. Um, with Dying Light, it was actually the reverse for me. It's like when I had the PS5 version and it's like, oh, like we got this email. It's like, oh, you can download the PS4 version now. I'm like, well, why would I want to do that? Um <laughs> but yeah that's that's the fifth horizon has been very weird and then i think about like ghost of tsushima which that was like a whole like 30 dollar upgrade and i was just like mm-hmm. i don't know i mean it sounds like now they have a format but it didn't sound it doesn't sound like they had one for a while which horizon caused debate for that for sure for sure and it's just weird because it's one of those things where it's like None of the, none of this would have happened. There would be any confusion if both games were sixty dollars. If yeah. PS4 and right. PS5 were both sixty dollars, but yeah. it's kind of proven. It's like there's kind of no reason for it to be seventy dollars on PS5 because and, yeah, if there's nothing like you know, like there's just no reason. <laughs> so yeah. it's just kind and, of ridiculous. And the only people who are doing that are like Sony, and then like big publishers like EA and Activision. Like there's not a yeah. bunch of companies adopting that seventy dollars thing. Like. It's only the. I mean, the other thing they could have done, and probably a good thing they didn't, was they could have made it seventy dollars on the PS4 too, and just been like, oh, it costs as much because of the development. Yeah. Yeah. People would be mad, but. It's just very. It's very interesting, Um, but besides all that, yeah, I, because like I was for me, I was like, oh, I don't need to play it literally frame one. 9 p.m. on Thursday. I knew a lot of my friends were going to, so that's why they chose the PS5 version or the digital deluxe one, which is like you know 80 bucks, right? That's so, why I like to pre-order digital because like everything mm-hmm. comes out at like 11 o'clock, so I have like time. To <laughs> that yeah, night. yeah. So, but I'm I'm enjoying that game a lot. That's going to be my main game, um, probably until it's finished. I don't really cool. think this is going to be a game I'm going to get tired of halfway through, like I did with Ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I uh, I want it, but I'm gonna wait because I know if I buy it, I will play it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really enjoying Days Gone. Uh, That's good. Those who don't know, I usually buy a game and then I just play it to death. Uh, and then people so with an addiction like myself just buy a new game every like week or so. <laughs> yeah, I definitely play. It, but if I get a new game, then it's hard for me to go back to an old game. Yeah. Um, so I, I wish I had am... that superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really enjoying uh, the story at this point. Um, some cool things happened. 
that just kind of were actually surprising because um, most of the game has been very obvious. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't want to give too much away, but it's just like there's story beats that were like, well, obviously this is going to happen and then it happens. Um, and so some things I'm trying not to give anything away. Uh, some things that happened that I was like, oh, that, that happened way sooner than I thought it would or just happened differently than I thought it would. Uh, and so it's cool. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, but also kind of ready for it to be over. I was going to grind out some of the stuff to like basically the different camps. If you get their trust levels all the way up, then at the end of the game, uh, they will join you for the final battle. I don't know what the final battle is. I just know that much information. Um, that's been kind of a new game mechanic lately. Uh, you get everyone's trust and they help you in the end of the game. Yeah. But um, I was going to do that and I just got tired of it. My wife was like, move on with the story or you're not going to play this game anymore. <laughs> I would just get tired of it. So I did. Um, oh, my wife just reminded me of something, something really cool. Okay. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I messaged you guys. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast, but there was kind of like a cool biblical moment in the game. Oh yeah. Um, let me look it up and I forgot like what was said. Probably got to scroll, uh, scroll up a bit. Yeah, it'll be a little bit. Um, but recently there was another biblical moment, um, that was cool, but also very much like, uh not a cool christian moment like it was just a i don't know um so the the first one the one that i had messaged you guys um is like you're going after this other group and you say it's us versus versus them and the like camp guy is like it's always us versus them um he said we're all going to hell until we realize that us is every bunch of curse words soul breathing and walking around uh without crap in our pants uh, mm-hmm. meaning like it's it's us versus the zombies we need to work mm-hmm. together and it was just a really cool like you can literally write a geeks under grace christian living article just off of that one sentence yeah like that sermon yeah. writes itself yeah I love that. um it was a really really cool moment um and so now i'm with this uh this other character who is uh very fire and brimstone mm, okay but he's like and he's all about uh, like God's wrath, and that's why the freakers are here. The freakers are the zombies. Um, but he like misquotes the Bible. Oh wow! And, like, in a way that like someone who doesn't know the Bible very well wouldn't have like caught. Um, so he he does two things, and so I thought it was a typo. Um, it's something like super common. He says they're talking about this ark, and uh, he goes, he goes, you know, Noah's ark something 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 yeah nobody really reads revelations though <laughs> and i was no like revelations, revelations it's yeah i was like it's revelation so Most they must people, have just typoed that out no I, I think it's commonly it's it's a commonly missed thing people refer to it as revelations most of the time yeah that's very common um so i was like oh they, they messed this up and then he keeps going and he was like uh your main character he goes actually it's it's genesis sir the, uh, the Ark of Noah's Ark stories in Genesis. That's awesome. I was like, oh, cool. I so love I think when they... games just kind of like you think they're like, eh, they don't really know what they're talking about. And then they throw something at you like that. You're just like, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I respect. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really interesting because your character is very much this, like, this biker guy. Yeah. Um, he was, like, ex-military. Uh, he's even asked, like, the, the character asks you um, if you believe in God. And you're like, I don't really give him much thought, sir. Um, so I, I would be interested to know how much 
uh, Christian backstory Deacon St. John has. Um, just because there's another point where he says, uh, he was like, oh, they won't let me listen to music. Something about, uh, he's like, his Mennonite, you know, BS. <laughs> and so uh, he goes, Mennonites don't hate music. They just, they have a thing about dancing. It's like, he knows a lot about, you That's know, different cool. Christian dates and stuff. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, maybe but I don't know. Up, it was cool. Maybe like he grew up in the church. Maybe his parents were like Catholic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to know more about that. But I'm that, sure we won't that, get anything. The classic, uh, my parents were Catholic and I left the faith kind of a thing. Right. Um, not, not that I'm taking a jab at Catholics. It's just, you know, that's that seems to be the, the stereotype. Yeah, the stereotype, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Uh, just the little, I guess, nods to, to faith in this is really, really, really cool. Um, yeah. So two sides of the coin, though, because I think... Uh, the other one where he's, you know, it's us versus them. Mm-hmm. Us is everyone who's breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a lot of in Christianity, not to get super preachy on the podcast, but like in Christianity, sometimes we can kind of say like anyone that's not a Christian, like that's the target. Uh, you know, we're going after them. And mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, people that aren't Christian aren't, aren't enemies. Um, they're the ones we're trying to save. So, um yeah, I, I love right. it. We are the Geeks Under Grace podcast, after all. So yeah, um. got to get it in there every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but super, super cool stuff. I'm excited to finish the story out because I don't really know what's going to happen anymore. Um, they're throwing me through for some loops. Cool. Yeah. Um, we can get into. Gaming news, though, because that's, that's all I've been playing. Speaking of throwing people for a loop, that is happening uh, a bit uh, in gaming news this week. Um, so this past week, all of a sudden, CD Projekt Red decided, hey, uh, where'd, you, you remember that uh, Cyberpunk next-gen version y'all have been waiting for? <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's here. It's here now. Go download it. Um, so I, I, I find it... I've, I was interested to be like, okay, like let's, let's check this out, because um, I do own it on xbox and uh i booted it up because last time i did play it there was some significant issues like uh i was in a mission where i was spawning in the driver's seat of a vehicle in a story mission in which i was supposed to be the passenger of so um it's just you know weird things like that were happening uh, obviously before um and now i've played the next gen upgrade and it runs pretty dang solid it runs pretty smooth like it loads like super nicely like the main menu like the first initial load time was kind of messy and but it, it it runs nice it's like i'm sure it still has little quirks and things but like overall there's improvements like improved ai like spawning in crowds and stuff like that like there's legit stuff that they did to this thing um so for those of you who have gotten a hold of next gen consoles now and probably still have a copy of cyberpunk somewhere um and if you and if you're and if you're okay with playing something like that um go check it out and see what you think. I, I think it's fun to jump back in. I'll probably like try to finish it now that it's a better experience. Um, the caveat, though, is that I've heard that people who are... St- I mean, obviously, the original PS4 version ran like garbage anyway. But I guess that patch also partially came to previous next-gen consoles, and it literally broke the base PS4 version. Uh, so if you have a base PS4, just don't <laughs> don't bother playing Cyberpunk. But... Um, it makes you think like they should have just waited for next gen to come out anyway before like really like finishing it. Um, it yeah. 
Yeah, because it was in that time where it's like, oh, well, we got to make it work for everything. And obviously it didn't. Um, so, yeah, um, it's worth checking into if you have a next-gen version. Uh, or if you have a next-gen console now. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. And then the next piece of news. Um, nobody was really surprised um, that uh, we got a Street Fighter Six reveal. Capcom had this like countdown like last week, and they're like, "Oh, in six days." Um, <laughs> six days. Well, not not only that, but this weekend was the Capcom like finals, like the final cup for Street Fighter Five. Um, so was it's like, part well, of, uh, was that part glitch or was that separate? I think it, it's its own thing. Like it's okay. Capcom's. They literally have their oh, own Cap, okay. Capcom there cup. Was a, yeah. There was a big fighting tournament that was this weekend that I know was not just. It was like Smash, but it was also. Oh, nice. Um, it also had like Street Fighter, it also had other fighting yeah. games. Yeah, sure. I, I think Street Fighter was a part of that because what they do is they do like a tour thing where it's like, oh, Capcom, Capcom Cup is at Evo this time or whatever. Yeah, you know? um, they'll, they'll do it around the combo breaker and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, uh, we got the reveal after the final match, and um, it uh, it didn't show much. It showed the new guy who looks different. They released a DLC character, like the very last character for five and said hey this is going to be the guy this is like going to give you a taste of what six is going to be like um and so they showed him in the trailer and they showed ryu this ryu's like big and buff and so he's like the, the bearded the bearded version and oh then uh the me- looks like the hulk yeah well the meme was like hey everybody we did get this is resident evil news and they basically like oh photoshopped chris's shirt onto him no uh, from Resident Evil, I was like, "That's good." Um, I've seen so many memes of his but, face, like um, me when I walk out of the store with the PS5 in my mouth, like because his jaw <laughs> is so big. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, so the thing that excites me, so they didn't show much, but if this is gonna be on the the art the re engine, if this is gonna be on the engine that like Resident Evil is on, Devil May Cry Five is on. Right. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is on. Like they better make it look pretty. Like, because yeah. Street Fighter Five kind of went off of the Street Fighter Four style, where it was like, actually, it was even less so because Street Fighter Four had some of like that Japanese inky art going with it. But Street Fighter Five was like, you know, it was very three D, like silly looking, very exaggerated. Which that's still gonna be there, obviously. But it it better be like a real good looking game i think if they're using that engine cuz they could push that engine to its limits for a fighting game um so yeah um more news on that summer this year uh so it was news about news and i i imagine they said summer so i bet you around evo we'll probably learn some more about it since evo's in the summer um but yeah we'll see um the other thing i personally liked was they announced a capcom fighting game collection with this news which was like one of the many Street Fighter. It included like one of the many Street Fighter Two ports. Um, <laughs> it was like a Street Fighter Two in there. Yeah, and then uh, Pocket Fighter, which is like basically like little chibi versions. A uh, Puzzle Fighter, which is basically like like a puzzle game, but it's literally like a fighting game, like Street Fighter setup when you like you battle against other people. Um, and then a bunch of like releases for Darkstalkers, which is like a horror themed like fighting game. And I've I love that fighting game, so I'm like, yes, like give people a modern way to play this and see if it does well. Then we'll get a new Darkstalkers game because that's basically like it's got like refer like vampire style characters. That's where Morgan is from in like Marvel vs. Capcom. She's like a succubus. Uh, they have a vampire named Dimitri. They have a werewolf character. Like it's uh, they have a Frankenstein character, like a zombie one. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about that collection because I'm like, yeah, just give me more ways to play Darkstalkers on uh, my Switch or whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's my uh, ultra geeking out um, done for probably the rest of the night. But um, <laughs> I'm just like, I could talk about that forever. Um, and then the third piece of news, which is probably more relevant to a lot of people. Um, um, Pokemon Day is happening on the 27th again. And Ooh. they haven't specifically said, but apparently this week... I mean, we'll be three days into the week by the time people listen to this, but uh, there's going to be like little bits and pieces of news, which I think there was like a diagram or some kind of thing I saw, which there's probably going to be a piece related to Pokemon Go. There's probably going to be something related to Pokemon Unite. Uh, There's probably going to be something related to like one of the games. Like I'm sure there's going to be like a Do you think it'll just be games or do you think it'll be movies and TV and stuff? From the, I don't know if what I saw, I don't remember where I saw it, but it was basically like you know, here's the thing that it's going to be related to on this day. So, like, I think I saw something about, like, what's the Pokemon mobile game? Like, Master or something? Pokemon oh. Masters? Oh, I think it's Masters. Yeah. Um. So, I think, like, right. it's probably going to be game-related. Um. I mean, I would okay. hope there's more to it. Like, so Pokemon Day is, going to is like, that better be a big thing. Like, that's where they got to let it go. Like, that's where mm-hmm. they need to, like, put the big news. But, like, it seems like they're just going to give us little nuggets of, like, Maybe like, hey, here's this Pokemon coming to like Pokemon Unite or something. Um, so I, I think like the days leading up to it is probably not going to be that interesting. But like actual Pokemon Day will probably get something cool, hopefully. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on in gaming. So uh, Pokemon fans have more to look forward to on the 27th. Pokemon Day. I'm almost oh. looking more forward to whatever Persona 25th anniversary stuff actually going to happen. Yeah. I actually, I don't know when the literal 25th anniversary is, um, but they haven't done anything for it yet. I'm like, that's what I'm kind of oh. even more looking forward to than like Pokemon Day. But I'm so excited for Arena Ultimax to come out next uh, next I month. Know, that, that's what oh I'm waiting gosh. for. Yeah. Yes, that'll be a good time. Also, I'm reminded I need to finish Persona 5. I need to get on that so I can play uh, Strikers. Do it. Strikers is so fun. <laughs> I mean, Persona yeah. 5 is also amazing. I'm just saying. They're both oh, very yeah. fun. And they're very different games. So Yeah. Anyway, uh, we can move on to the movie news. Cool. Well, what we, movies we've been watching, if we've seen movies. I've seen I've movies. I watched... Yeah. <laughs> go ahead go ahead you go you go first shelly oh, yeah go for it shelly i, I need didn't to watch any new movies i just watched national treasure for kind of the meme because it's a national treasure <laughs> actually wait Cause, okay because nicholas cage is a national treasure that's a lie i watched two <laughs> movies i forgot i did watch night the museum oh nice oh my gosh and i also watched narnia okay i forgot i watched all these movies that are like kind of nostalgic low-key yeah for me uh like the line of witch in the wardrobe it's crazy because it's like National Treasure was way funnier than I remember. <laughs> like, I think I took it so seriously as a kid, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this could happen. But now watching it, I'm just like, this is hilarious, and Nick- Nicolas Cage is hilarious, and this is... And also him and the female lead literally have no chemistry at all. It's so weird. Um, so that was my reaction out of that. Again, just... Again, cause none of these are new movies to me. Night at the Museum's funny because the theme sounds just like Spider-Man PS4. So if you're listening to this, if you've played Spider-Man PS4, please look up the theme, the main theme for Night at the Museum. It's essentially the same theme. Sounds so, very, very so similar. hot take, the music in the original Spider-Man PS4 isn't even that good to me. 
Like it's not most of it sounds like hmm. just generic like Avengers MCU music. It is. It's well. That's the thing though. So that's why you might yeah. think it's funny how Ninth Museum. It's like essentially the same theme because it's also kind of general. It's like the same instruments and it's very. Yeah. I don't know. It's really funny to me. Like um, at least with Miles, they had to throw a little hip hop into it. You know, like but. Oh, absolutely. I, I literally turned off the soundtrack in the first Spider-Man game and just listened to my own playlist and of like all the other movies' music instead of that music. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But um, anyway. But yeah, there's that. Then uh, watching Narnia, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe again. I feel like, on one hand, watching it, I'm just like, oh, this this child acting isn't actually amazing. But on the other hand, I feel like I actually am appreciating a lot of stuff from the movie way more. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like I I liked it even more than I used to, which is crazy because I already really liked that movie. Um, but it's been like years since I've seen it, and so I think just like watching it again i was kind of just like oh my gosh like this really is just so good like i still have never seen uh voyage of the dawn treader just because i feel like that would i don't know like i felt like there's been no reason to watch it i don't know if you've ever read the book it's nothing like the book i haven't even read the book i've just heard that like it's just of all the books to become movies in that series voyage of the dawn treader is like the worst one essentially (laughs) except for maybe the first book the first book because the first book is essentially like the origin of narnia and its creation i i just need to read the books is what i need to do i guess i haven't even read the books i know i just watched the movies which is stupid because so that's why it's like i actually like voyage of the dawn treader but i very much can understand that's very um different than the books so anyway that's uh i just yeah took a little bit of a nostalgia (laughs) trick trip uh the last week or two watching really weird random not amazing movies but they're fine and Narnia is a little bit better than <laughs> both the other two, I would say. <laughs> um, I, they all start with N. I just realized that, too. I don't know why. That's funny. Um, but we can continue. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> all right, LJ. Okay. Um, so the, the big one I watched. Um, yeah, I had choices here. And yet, <laughs> I went to see this movie. Uh, I could have seen Death on the Nile, but I went to see this movie. Uh. Um I went, I saw, I watched Uncharted. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just like, let me, let me go give it a shot. Like, I know yeah. it's like, I went with very low expectations. Um, what I will say is that uh, Tom Holland and the girl that plays Chloe, they actually grew on me in their roles. Like, I'm like, okay, this isn't Nolan North Nate. I just had to kind of mm-hmm. get comfortable with that i'm like I, this right. to me to me this isn't even the same nathan drake it's really not yeah. um the thing that i still feel like was a swing and a miss was mark Wahlberg as sully i feel like that is the biggest crime that this movie committed because he has lines i, think I read somewhere that he was wanting to be nathan drake well yeah he was originally like supposed to be nathan drake when the movie got shipped like got pitched uh oh, initially yep. yeah so he literally has lines where I'm like, bro, you're st- like, I know you're not like a spring chicken anymore, but also, bro, you're not that old. Like, you know, like, I think there was a line where he's like, oh, I got it. Like, I got a bad ankle or something. And I'm just like, really? And then like, I'm like, dude, you're fit. Like, you know, like, and then, uh, then there was another line where he's like, oh, I don't have my glasses. And I'm just like, bro, like, come on. Like, you know, like, um, and so I was just like, man, like that was such a missed opportunity. Like, I feel like they could have included they could have had a different actor i think maybe there was probably just something that kept mark Wahlberg attached to that movie somehow i don't know if it was some kind of deal or not a contract per se but there had to have been something there something Um, for sure 
Yeah. Like and and in my head I'm thinking he could have just played Nathan he could have just played Sam. He could have just played Nate's brother. Like easily. Um, who would you have had cast for him? For I mean, my f- what comes to mind is like a, like a Tom Selleck kind of thing. Um, okay. I got oh, definitely an older actor, like for sure. Bruce Campbell. Okay, that I could see. <laughs> I would yeah. be okay. I could see that. Um, <laughs> I, I would I would be down for that because he's old enough to where like yeah I could see. <laughs> and especially like, like just how it, not in shape he is anymore like yeah okay i could see he probably does have a bad angle bad ankle his eyes probably are getting bad you know at his age you know like yeah so like okay like yeah Pumps like works too i could see that i actually I, I i do like bruce campbell i mean obviously he wouldn't have the mustache thing but whatever um <laughs> but yeah i could see that um what i do like is what they are doing with this movie and if they do go forward with another one which the way things go it's like yeah they could they could go what i feel like they're doing is they're correcting what happened with uncharted 4 all like because uncharted 4 it's like all of a sudden it's like after three games it's like oh nate has a brother okay (laughs) um so they're like kind of moving some stuff from four like forward to the front as if it's like okay this is the first movie and it's kind of it is kind of an origin story like they said it was going to be kind of like it's still its own movie and i feel like aside like if if it didn't have mark Wahlberg in it i think it would be a better movie but it's also not entirely terrible like i expected it to be like it's it's fun like it's literally just like it's a popcorn movie like that's what you should go in expecting yeah cool so it's not terrible, but I'm not going to say you should run out and watch it either. Like, if you got four or five bucks to spare when it shows up on Voodoo or something, um, go How'd do, you, compare you know. it with, like, like, Tomb Raider? So, actually, that's a good point. I actually feel like it's more memorable than Tomb Raider. Hmm. Okay. Um, this was a PlayStation Studios movie, too, right? So, and that's what blows my mind. It's like playstation let this happen because it's their studio you know it's like they were okay with this they were um like i think it's the first one they've made out of the yes yeah that's weird and so they did uh they revealed like oh here's our fancy new like logo at the like you know thing at the beginning um but honestly it's like i only saw tomb raider once and i barely remember any of it but like this one it's like i could see myself i could see myself watching again just because like 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 Tom like Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg together aren't really that bad, but it's just not like Nate. It's not Nate and Sully, you know. Like it's just not. Um, no. So I think you I you like you have to take yourself out of the idea of it being an accurate thing, because mm-hmm. it's because it's just gonna do its own thing. And there were some lines that they delivered where I'm like, okay, I could see Nate saying that, or I could see Sully saying that, you know, which is why I felt Mark Wahlberg was was a crime. Um, but yeah, like it wasn't that bad. Like Tomb Raider is not memorable at all. Like I, I'm not. I wouldn't even bother watching that movie. But I could see myself showing this movie to like my mom or my stepdad and being like, "Hey, like you guys might like this because you have no context." <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like it's gonna be one of those things where a casual audience will enjoy it. Which it was a news piece that we were gonna do at one point, right? Is like it's actually doing well. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts about Uncharted. Um, so, and then the other movie I watched, but I didn't finish that I liked, um, I just watched it super late, but I did watch The King's Man, which is on 
Hulu and HBO Max now. So, oh, okay, cool. I'm for people that. that like those movies, uh, I think it's worth a watch so far. I've, I haven't finished it, but I liked what I saw. So, that's it. That's um, it for me. Cool. I didn't watch any movies, so we can get into the movie news. All right. Awesome. We have a couple um, things here. Go ahead, yeah, so we have a couple things here. So, um, first of all, I just kind of want to mention uh, we talked about the Batman quite a few times here with uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, just some interesting, like, tidbit. Uh, sort of Matt Reeves, the director, supposedly he's not really uh, passionate about rushing into a sequel, which I think that's kind of a really good sign. It's not like, a, oh, well, we won't have a sequel. It's not a, oh, absolutely, we'll have a sequel. It's a, well, let's just, I mean, let's see, let's, let's just pay attention to the Batman. Then a sequel could come later if we really want to, but we're not. Let's not rush into it. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's I don't know. Overall, a good sign. I just feel like yeah. rushing into a sequel, um, but also just not considering sequels at all is is a little bit worse. I feel like it's usually kind of best if it's like I, yeah, they're I think open it's to cool. sequels. But I think it's cool. He feels that way, but is Warner mm-hmm. Brothers going to feel that way? Right. Like, oh, you know, absolutely like... not. I agree. Like the Joker <laughs> movie doesn't need a sequel, but the money. Made them go, we need a sequel. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, but it's still better to consider it when you're making a movie, especially mm-hmm. for a company like Warner yeah. Bros. So you can at least plan ahead and kind of make connections even in that original movie or like, you know, drop secrets or something right. that may or may not be picked up in a sequel, right? Like you don't have to, you know, have a sequel for it to be good. But then if you do have a sequel, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Like there's some movies where it's like, so obvious that they intended it to just be one movie, which is great, mm-hmm. and I fully respect that. But yeah, Warner Bros, Batman, DCU. I don't even think this is DCU. What is DCU anymore? I really do not know. But I do know that they love Batman and the world of Batman and DC. And yeah, probably they're gonna milk it for all it's worth. So yep. if if he's willing to be like at least again, just have the willingness to consider a sequel that's going to make both those movies better probably if there is a I sequel. mean shoot we got the Gotham PD thing coming out or whatever which feels weird to say because oh, yeah. we already had a Gotham show so yeah mm-hmm. I just I don't understand them but I mean I'm still hoping the movie's good I just I, I don't too. know it's I've been bur- so burned by DC movies and stuff it's just like okay cool we got we got Wonder Woman that was good Second one was trash, and now I'm just like, okay, now I don't, I just don't care about DC movies anymore. They're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully this changes that, but you know, that's just how I feel so far. Um, but anyway, that's definitely the smallest sort of news piece from the movies that we have going here. Um, uh, Netflix is going to make a Bioshock movie. I think that's pretty significant. We don't know too much about it, uh, but mm-hmm. I mean, Bioshock. They've been trying right? to get a movie off the ground forever. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm excited for cool. it, but I mean, nobody likes. Oh, the like, I don't even know if it's so a type good. of like. I can understand that if it's like. I feel like it would be one of those things that would be really good if it was like here's a movie based on the Bioshock world or based within the Bioshock world that isn't necessarily just the first Bioshock game. They could totally just know. do a movie if... about life in Rapture. That'd be nuts. Um... Yeah, I don't know what they'll do. I don't know. I, I feel like I always think that's what they're going to do, then they never do it. They actually literally just do the plot from the first game. Yeah. Um, Gosh, a so show I don't would know. be really good for this. Because then they could do like a 
I mean, I've never seen it, but they could do like a Chernobyl thing and like make it be oh. about the fall of Rapture or something, you know? Like, I think they, yeah. be cool. there's so much they could do that doesn't have to be um, the video game. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I just assume because... it'll be very horror-esque. Oh, yes. My, mm-hmm. The only thing I'm excited about, I think, is I just want to see a big daddy and little sister in live action. I think I think that's what I really yeah, want to see. Be, yeah. That'd be neat. And I, like and I want to see those pla- the special effects on those plasmids and those powers, too. So that's kind of what I'm excited for. I'm excited about the aesthetic, but not necessarily like to see what they're going to do with the plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good explanation. Because so, it is really such an interesting setting. It's right? very heavy. So I hope that they do just go focus on the setting and yeah maybe do a different story or if they are going to do the plot maybe make it good for a movie because i feel like even, even bioshock 2 would almost story, make but... a better uh plot for a show or a movie than the first game i think mm-hmm. or i mean i guess oh see then they could do infinite but i feel like before they get into infinite they have to do rapture they have to do yeah. like, the og bioshock i feel like you need some of that context you know mm-hmm um, but anyway, so that's the thing for, for you Bioshock lovers out there. I know there's a lot of them. We're talking so many about so, so many video game movies, you know, talking about mm-hmm. Uncharted and now Bioshock. Yeah. And also, kind of to continue that, uh, Paramount just announced a bunch of stuff. Um, that includes TV. We'll talk about in the TV portion, but uh, at least for movies. They did announce Sonic 3. Uh, yes. Woot. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, and Knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> and Knuckles. That's for later. Yeah, but still, it's just like, oh, yeah. Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Um, so that's cool. Again, everyone loves kind of the original Sonic movie. Um, we'll see about the second Sonic movie. It looks really good. I'm hoping it's still good. Um, but they're obviously very confident in it because they're having another movie. And again, like shows and stuff that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, yeah. Besides that, there's also some Star Trek movies that they're talking about um, in the works as well. So Paramount really just, yeah, they just announced a bunch of stuff that also Ooh. is pretty exciting. I mean, like I like Star yeah. Trek too. So I think they even again. brought up the Transformers movie again. Like there's going to be like a Beast Wars themed one. Yeah, we got a poster of uh, Optimus Prime. That, as a was that poster gorilla. real? Because I was thinking like... I, I thought know. so. Oh, I, didn't, hold I, on. Didn't, I didn't know if it was. Um, it's called Beast Wars, right? Well, it's Transformers something. I, I don't really know. Transformers. Oh, no. I miss Rise of the Beast. Oh, there you go. I think it's called Rise of the Beast. Um, poster. The tagline on that poster better be Beast. Poster. The, the tagline on for that movie better be Beast Mode. It literally, like, they should literally just use the hashtag Beast Mode for their movie. I can't tell. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I didn't see it. I'm finding that on DeviantArt, I don't so I'm assuming. Transformers Ew. <laughs> I don't know if like, that's not a source. No. It's yeah. not a source. <laughs> uh, well, it's a source for some things. Uh, but not news. I wanted that to be real. Oh, no. That's what I'm saying. Nothing but the truth here at the East Race Podcast. Mm, <laughs> Every once in a while, something slips. I'm glad you got that. Um, there is a poster. It's just a logo. Like Street Fighter. Card of Movie of. Insider. I guess Street Fighter actually had a small teaser. But either way. That's our movie news, though. I mean, nothing cool. crazy to really talk about. It's more just like news and speculation and things yeah. like that. So we can talk about TV. Okay. Cool. Yes. 
Um, poster is not real, but there are pictures of the cars. Uh, it's I mean, that poster cars. is really cool. Oh, cool. Cars, cars, cars. It's cooler yeah. than that Mass Effect poster that, like... <laughs> yeah. That was fun. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like an old, I guess it would be 90s, 80s. It's like the old school Optimus Prime, like flat, yeah. flat front truck. They're probably going to go for that Bumblebee, like, because the Bumblebee thing, you know? Like, they're probably going to go back Bumblebee looks to like the... a 90s Camaro. Yeah, I was going to say, they're probably going to do, like, the, like, because the, I guess the people probably liked that retro-looking style. Yeah, they're probably like just going to... bug. Yeah. It's cool. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand Transformers. I don't know where the heck that... Online anymore. Yeah, me neither. Um, but cool stuff. Okay, uh, TV. Uh, LJ, we finished Peacemaker. Yes. How's that? I don't. I one bad? of the greatest superhero shows. It, I mean, <laughs> the, to me, there's something wrong. Like, oh, well, I don't know if I should say wrong, but there's something really off when I think uh, H- HBO Max Peacemaker show turned out to be the better show than Boba Fett. Like. <laughs> honestly yeah. like boba fett had the last few good episodes but that wasn't because of boba fett that was just because of star wars like, james gunn knows what he's doing oh my gosh and the show's so good like they make you feel for the character like there's a reason for everything it's like i've been saying that show has a lot of heart um i mean it's still vulgar and messy and like adult but the like, one thing i will say and i I don't want anyone to read into this at like who's seen the episode and think that I am agreeing or disagreeing with what was said. Um, but they get this like weird political commentary for a minute that just seemed completely left field from what was going on. Hmm. Um, it was such a weird thing. I, I'd have uh, to ask you off off air what what you mean because I'm I'm not sure to be honest. Okay, it was just really weird and like it, it almost felt like they kind of were like oh we got to get this in somewhere. And, uh, and threw it into the dialogue, um, which was odd. But especially for this show that has been um, just been silly and goofy, and it's either been like great character development or complete off the wall comedy. See, um, like that see, show's to me, amazing. To me, that's what makes Rick and Morty a good show. Is that that show goes way too far, but then it goes mm-hmm. so like existential and deep that it's just like wow, like. I love that range, and I think that's what I like about mm-hmm. Peacemaker as well. Like that show has range. Um, yeah. I think of like Scrubs of all things. Uh, Scrubs was such a funny show, but mm-hmm. would like just hit home every single episode. Yeah, it had, um, it had but it kind of created that groundwork. Like, yeah, and then other shows like they've just kind of taken that to to more extremes. Um, it's really cool to see. I mean, it takes a lot of artistic talent to be able to make you laugh and then like bring it back pull it back for a yeah minute and absolutely that's super yeah. that's super hard to do like the balance of oh this is funny and entertaining but also like it has heart right right yeah. it has like it's you're actually getting something from watching it versus just like watching i don't know literally just comedy that has no meaning you know it's yeah hard. that's mm-hmm. a hard ba- balance to find and then to like take that tension to make you laugh again with it um mm-hmm. There's a uh, a joke I think is a really easy one um, to not spell anything is like peacemaker crying, and uh, he's like it's face exercises. <laughs> like yeah. it's brought up later on. He's like crying and it's a really somber moment. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the dude's like, this is a weird time for you to be practicing your face exercises. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. But it just like 
it, it just it, you had this like it's is they create such tension and they're it like but it's deep. okay to laugh yeah yeah um cool show i yeah. i really yeah. enjoyed it. it is very rated m for mature yep. um and james gunn went all out with that rating unfortunately and they've already um, renewed it for a season two season two yes which um, which slightly scares me but also i want more <laughs> like i'm like what? i james gunn is going to write and direct the entire next season i read that today yeah because i heard um, i even i think i heard somewhere that like after guardians 3 he's going back to work on work on that yeah um, like he's just gonna focus on that which i so think is crazy cool. it, it, i love that they were able to take a character that nobody knew mm-hmm. and making this big phenomenon um but i mean that's what james gunn did with guardians too um galaxy not a lot of people knew what was going on when that first movie came out and yeah. now everyone knows who Groot is yeah um and it's just cool i don't know we can't really give up much more than that but i definitely uh also depending when, on... when shelly said like what is the dceu even anymore i i totally feel that like even with this <laughs> show like i have yeah, no I idea what the get... heck because like yeah at least with like marvel you have there's so much content, but at least you're incredibly aware. Like, oh yeah, this is all still connected, even if it's not evident. Like, they still make it clear. But like with DC, yeah, I just don't know. I don't really. Care I assume. It, but... <laughs> I think, given um, some really cool cameos um, in Peacemaker, that uh, I think the Flash. Uh, Point paradox or whatever it is i think it's just called flashpoint that's gonna be more important than we think huh i think that movie is going to completely rewrite everything to whatever they want i mean that's what they did with like the animated stuff like the animated stuff was because flash changed it you know like yeah so i think yeah if they want to follow suit with the live action stuff that they told they should my thing is like do they have a plan yet because it doesn't feel like they have a plan i know yet. well that's um, even with like the whole sh- it's it's one of those things where it's like it reminds me of the shazam like cameo where yeah. it's like okay like that's cool but uh like what does that mean you know like right uh yeah. i don't think they knew at that point i think once we get flashpoint maybe i feel like now they they'll either reset everything idea, and have but... it be a core like system coming or they're going to be like, we're doing whatever we want. We don't care anymore. Just because Peacemaker was good and Suicide Squad was good. I'm not ready to put that much faith into DC yet in their extended universe. Like, I don't, I don't like, know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Warner Bros. just decides to have, like, two different Justice League movies come out a year apart. And one of them has, like, Barry Allen from the Flash TV show and uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. And the other one no still has way. Ben Affleck or You're Kevin right, Costner though. or someone. You're right, though. Oh, wow. Like they're just gonna do whatever they want. Yeah, hopefully like, they yeah. have a system, and that's it, not. What's it could happening, it but. could very well be a mess. Like I mean, it still yeah. kind of is a mess right now. But like, I hope they're using it to fix the problem and not just say the problem isn't a problem anymore. We're gonna do what we want. Yeah. Flashpoint says we can do anything now. That's hopefully not the case. Right. Ugh. But yeah, Peacemaker's great. Moral of the story. Yeah um i've also been watching more vox machina um i kind of stand on my opinions on that one does it um, that like, I had... get worth watching at all or not really <laughs> the story's super interesting right now oh okay um there's a character i can't remember his name off the top of my head um he's the gunslinger um in the show 
and so it's kind of following his backstory right now. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I said this last time, I really don't think, if, if you don't play Dungeons & Dragons, I don't think the show would be very interesting. See, just, um, just you saying that is a very D&D thing to happen. It's like one session, we may go into somebody's backstory, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah, I... Um, anyway. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I was just going to say everything. <laughs> <laughs> my, my D&D friends who are watching it... Um, because we haven't seen it yet. And granted, most of them, not all of them, are at, at, like super in a critical role. But um, mm-hmm. they've said like many times, like, you know, Shelly, Daniel, you guys need to watch it because it reminds me of Daniel's DMing. <laughs> like, it reminds me of our campaign. And I'm just that's like, awesome. oh, that's cool. Just like in the DMing yeah. style, not even necessarily with like plot stuff that goes on. So I'm like interested to see kind of what that looks like. <laughs> I'm still doing a thing where I'll watch the show. And I will point something out and be like, they rolled for this. Yeah. Like, it just... And what's crazy is, like, I watched a side-by-side comparison. I mentioned that last time. And the stuff that you see in the show is not exactly what's happening in the actual campaign. They kind of shorten things. Mm. But, like, they still write it in a way where it was like, I know the party rolled for that. Like, it's just something that That's they awesome. pass or failed. Uh, because everything happens in very much, like, a pass or fail way i guess yeah um but like to be fair it's super cool i will watch regular media i'll watch regular movies and tv shows and something happens and i'm like oh they rolled this on this on this you'll love this related. show <laughs> like i do that in boba fett i do that in star wars i do that in lord of the rings so i do that all the time so really <laughs> it'll just feel you'll be ready you'll be yeah, well prepared I'll be ready. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah, another very mature show, and probably this one even Peacemaker. It kind of made sense, like it was very much what Peacemaker was with Vox Machina. I think they could have gone for, um, like a TV fourteen rating and been fine. Yeah, um, I'm like, sure that's not me, what the creators it, to wanted me it just to do didn't with have it. The same value as Peacemaker, like it really didn't. Like, yeah, there is a lot of stuff that like it could have been um, insinuated and not shown, and I think it would have gotten the same message across. Um, in fact, some of the cursing with, I can't remember the barbarian's name. He's a barbarian orc, but he curses all the time. Um, and it's like, it almost seems forced in a lot of, a lot of ways. That's the vibe I got from the whole, like from the first like few minutes of that show. I was like, okay, that's what this is going to be. But anyway, that's my only, my only downside to it. Cool. But I'm hopefully be watching Walking Dead next week and get a little bit more. Um, I'll be playing some Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. good. Um, but go ahead, LJ. What you also watched, Reacher? Uh, yeah. So this is Jack one of those Reacher, things. Right? Yeah. So this is awkward because, like, like Reacher, isn't that that Tom Cruise thing? And then it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, that's actually based off of books. And, yeah, I didn't know that. Until yeah, recently. and so I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm kind of glad I never watched those Tom Cruise movies because it makes me like appreciate this show really as the thing it sh- as the thing that should have been um i haven't watched a ton of episodes but i love the, the main character he's cool just because he's this big dude like he's just like i mean obviously this is an adult show too but he just walks up into a room and just controls the room just by his size like literally the first few minutes of the show he walks up to this like diner and this couple walks outside and this guy's being a jerk to his chick or whoever and he's and he just looks at the guy, and then he's like, "What are you looking at, dummy? Whatever." And then Reacher just looks at him. He just glares at him, and then he just stops and he goes, 
all right, man, it won't happen again. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> he just like, I was like, dude, like you don't even have to lift a finger. Like, you know, um, and, and that's the way that character is too. Like before he, he talks his way out of everything before you even see him get in a fight, unless he has to get in a fight. Like there's this whole scene pretty early on. And then he tells this prison guard who's like, you know, wants to search him for, for stuff. And then he's like, Oh no, you're not going to search me because it's unconstitutional. And then he says, and he's like the only person he's like, and then he's like, the only thing that's going to get up, I mean, is, is your hand. And one of us isn't coming out of that. Uh, and he's like, one of us is coming out of that injured. So you might as well check off your box and move on. Like, you know, like, I was just like, dang. Like, he just, like, says what he needs to say. And he just looks at stuff. And he's just, like, he just knows. Like, because he's, you know, got that investigative skill. And he's been in, like, you know, he's just one of those military dudes. Like, like Bourne was cool because it's like, oh, that dude can use, like, a weapon out of anything. This guy is cool because it's like, he can defuse a whole situation without even having to lift a finger. And basically already read people just by like their mannerisms and things and he's just like yeah he's the th- yeah I, I, that's what i love about him is he's he already knows the situation before when he walks into it without even having to get into a fight and of course there is the fighting there is shooting and stuff there's all that action but i really like that actor too like i don't know that i've seen him in anything but like yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to watching more of that show uh, that's a uh, amazon prime as well so cool yeah that's fun it sounds good. It's got a... He plays Hawk in Titans. Oh, what? I didn't realize that was the same guy. I was like, well, no wonder yep. I like him, because I liked Hawk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Titans I never so even, like, thought of that. Yeah. Well, and then, I thought we had talked about Boba Fett uh, finale already. We hadn't yet? I don't remember. I don't remember when the finale was. That's just the most recent <laughs> show I watched. Okay, I, I was like, I saw that, and I'm like, maybe we haven't talked about the finale. I don't really don't remember. Is. I don't remember. But also, do we need to talk about it at the same time? Because it just... That's true. ...is fine. Yeah. It's fine. Like, like I said earlier, Boba Fett wasn't good because of Boba Fett. It was good because Star Wars. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like... So <laughs> unfortunate for Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah, I feel really bad for Boba Fett fans, because they were done. Done dirty. It's like, nah... This character you thought you liked still sucks. Just that's so yeah. weird because it's like, I even feel like Bo Fett's character in um, the Mandalorian when he shows up there, I'm just like, oh yeah, he's like doing stuff and he's cool, and they like le- they just set him up. They seem like they had his character figured out, and now since the Boba Fett show, it's almost like they just don't have his character figured out. It's really weird. Um, again, not to there get is a scene so strange in the finale that is Fennec trying to navigate this like slowly carefully um and i think that scene with fennec should have been boba fett yes i know i know. I don't understand about. why they don't like why were don't they want to make boba fett cool i don't yeah, get it no. um like my favorite thing was in mandalorian i don't remember i think it's a stormtrooper or like a what are they called what are the troopers called stormtrooper is that right yeah. clone troopers or stormtroopers Clon- what's the second one Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. That's right. Okay. So, like, he comes up behind a Stormtrooper, like a horror movie, like, monster, and, like, takes him out in uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. And, like, that to me, I was like, Boba Fett's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's... And none of that. They never did that. Strange. There's also, again, the finale. This is not going to spoil anyone, anything. Um, But someone does a completely unnecessary spin. And I think ever since <laughs> I noticed that, ever since someone pointed it out, I've kind of just... Like, the, my entire rating of the show, like, went down a notch. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, even know what I was Yeah, it looked like he was saying. in a musical. 
But I think I would rate it down just just entirely because of that. I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. It just I have I have so many questions to ask for the about the show. It's so because it's the same people that made Mandalorian, right? I mean, it's Dave Filoni and well, here's the thing. It's uh, it was a mix of directors. Yeah, and right. then like Robert and, Rodriguez was like heading up the series itself. Yeah, which I didn't. Which should have made it cooler. It's yeah, Robert like Ro- I liked Robert Rodriguez's stuff. I don't, so that's the problem. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's that's why. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he did stuff like, I mean, I mean, mind you, it's most of the what he's done was kind of simple like action stuff anyway. You know, but it's just like I, you know, like he does have like a pedigree to his name. He definitely does. I mean, but it feels like all, it feels like all of a sudden it's like they just like Filoni and Favreau just took it over. And they're like, hey, like this, yeah. we want this in here. Yeah. I was someone had said at some point um, that it looked like a god, like it was going to be a, the Godfather of Star Wars. That's what it should have been. And like that would have been really cool. Yeah. Uh, had him like kind of i don't know what this was (laughs) yeah it was let's just completely assassinate the character to once again they got close because i compare everything to D, (laughs) which is why i know i would like vox machina so so would you say the show was a crit fail no what i mean (laughs) what i mean (laughs) is that it almost (laughs) seems like it's a it's like a super long one shower mini campaign run for one person and yes. you have who is Boba Fett you know there's someone's running Boba Fett as a character and the DM is like okay here's the premise of like you you know you you know your backstory with like Jabba the Hutt and stuff well now you're back here and you want <laughs> to you know do these things but the player actually doesn't know how to handle any of those scenarios. Saying everything to it, like, hey, maybe you should or shouldn't do this. Oh, and I love it. oh, maybe you should or shouldn't do this. And the player so, just not so, being confident enough in those situations. So, That's sort of so how what, I read the situation. So was, so was like, the DM it's also me playing D D. Yeah. They're like, there's a wolf, and I'm like, I want to pet the wolf. So was the DM also <laughs> playing Fennec on a couple occasions? No, just kidding. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah no, Fennec was a DMPC. That's how it works. Um, yeah. And then yeah. it's like, You're like maybe you DM, should do this cool thing. And the DM's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to keep having these, you know, people uh, he has to interact with, right? And then this player's like, well, I want them to work for me now. And now they work for me. And the DM's like, okay. That's their decision. And he just makes the same decision every <laughs> single time. And then it's like, I don't know. That's how I read the scenario. It seemed very that's akin funny. to that. Um, I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. Because, like, I know that's how uh, I would be in that situation. So many times I'm like, I'm going to play a character in Dini that's so cool and does all these things and is, like, so, like, awesome. But then it's like, I don't even know how to do that. And then it's like, I'm approaching <laughs> situations where I'm supposed to know how to act, like, again, like, sort of the Godfather-esque and if you don't have never done that before, or you actually just don't consume any of that media, how would you know how to do that? I don't know. And so, yeah. I don't know. That's just how I interpreted it. <laughs> it makes me feel better about the whole scenario. <laughs> I think a Godfather situation or making it more of like a, like a Scarface, making him the villain. Yeah. Um, and make like, it kind of a tragedy where he, LJ, you would mention oh. him like, you want him to like die. Um, they should have. Like yeah. a tragedy. Would cool too. That would have been... Oh, that would have been so impactful, I think. That would have mm-hmm. been... That would have shook some people. Yeah, There's it, a lot that they could have done that they just didn't. I remember, like, one of my friends, mm-hmm. too, who's, like, the biggest Star Wars nerd I've ever met, by the way. Like, he knows Star Wars, like, crazy. He's awesome. One of his number one things that he talked about with the show was how he, it's it 
was the Star Wars curse of taking these characters and because they are the main character in that show, making them so they have to be heroes or they have to be quote unquote good people. Oh, I can see that. Because it's still Star Wars. You can't have these people who are the main leads be bad people because there's going to be children watching. There's going to be like they have to maintain their image with like Disney and Star Mm. Wars, right? I know there's some Star Wars stories that are like super dark and stuff but like from what disney's putting out if they're gonna have someone be the main lead or the main character they're never going to have them be um i don't know like morally gray really they're always gonna have them end up being good in the end like last time i think we had a really like awesome morally gray character in star wars was like anakin in the prequels but i don't think disney owned it then that was separate. No, no. So like, it's long as Clone it's Wars Disney's is a hands. really good example of like morally gray stuff. That's true. Clone like, Wars, yeah, for sure. I just um, got, Jedi are not great people. I yeah. just got through yeah. that whole plot or plot line where they had what was that general that basically just sent the troopers to like to become fodder. You know, like yeah, that was heavy. Like I'm like, that's, I remember that's good Star Wars I, right there. Like, I thought it was a village, but it's probably the same thing. And Anakin's like, we need to go save them, and Obi Wan's like, we have no attachment. And I was like, "Yeah, oh dang!" Yeah, they're like, "That's not the logical choice." There's no. T- it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I will clarify. Uh, LJ, you had joked about being a crit fail. Um, I would say they rolled like a seven or an eight. Yeah, I agree. Like, I also. Agree. It wasn't a terrible. Uh, we, so I know we were mad. ripping it apart, but it just so wasn't. Mad. It's so disappointing. Yeah. 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 Put out I, I would give like... the show like a five out of ten or something. Yeah. It just was okay. Mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe a six, um, but... Missed opportunity, I think, is the biggest problem with it. Yeah, uh, I agree. It is Iron Man 3. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, cool, well, we'll get into the TV news then. Uh, oh, where do I want to start? I think I want to start with Fallout. I don't know why. Um, there's a Fallout TV show in the works that I'd kind of forgotten was a thing. Uh, yeah, also Walton. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon Walton Goggins um, was cast in the show and I thought I was reading it as he was gonna be the main character and I think that would have been fantastic because he's such a like he always acts so eclectically dude's a good actor yeah yeah um, he's going to be a ghoul which also makes sense I mean uh, just he could the role totally that he plays or, ghoul. yeah he's gonna do awesome um, I just think not having some like Tall, strong, you I know. Just, I just really picture his character, character cool. and justified as a ghoul now, and that's amazing. Like, <laughs> uh, funny enough, I, I hope I have him right. Uh, I'm gonna make sure that I got this right person, but uh, the fat man with yep, Mill Gibson. He was in is that? that Santa Claus movie that I love so much. Yeah. He's the hitman. Uh, for oh. those who don't know, Fat Man, rated R Christmas movie. Oh, uh, Mel Gibson plays Santa. Christmas. Oh my gosh. And Walton Goggins plays a plays Skinny Man. I didn't realize they never said his name. <laughs> um, that's Skinny the name man. underneath Skinny Man. That's great. Um, so this what happens is Santa gives this kid coal for Christmas. Yeah. And so the kid hires a hitman, played by Walton Goggins, who hates Santa too, because <laughs> Santa gave him like a car for Christmas, like a little Hot Wheel, and he wanted to. I don't remember. Um, movie's so stupid. I love it. Uh, and so he goes and hunts down Santa Claus, who is this like hardened old man, um, because no one has Christmas cheer anymore. And uh, oh, the movie's so ridiculous. 
Uh, anyways, Walton Goggins great. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that'd be a great opportunity to include, to include so many Christmas-themed puns and one-liners. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie is highly recommended uh, in the same way that Sharknado is highly recommended. But it's probably better than Sharknado. Yeah. I mean, it's not trying as hard as Sharknado to be bad. Okay. Um, what it does really wonderfully is it takes itself, like, super serious. Like, it's really, really wants to be a serious movie. And uh, I think they did that as the joke. I think that is the like joke. Like, self-aware. Yeah, that kind of makes it kind of a weird, weirdly self-aware. Yeah. Like, it's very edgy and, like... Yeah. To where it's like, but this is, like, you just, in the back of your head, you're like, this is Santa Claus. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he literally is, like, angrily <laughs> dipping cookies in milk. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. That's awesome. Anyways. Uh, yeah, he's going to be playing a ghoul in the Fallout show. I Ooh. think it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. Um, he's also really funny in everything that I've seen him in. So, like, I don't know. He's got a lot of range. We'll see. I, I yes. want Fallout to be kind of a goofy, funny movie or show. Oh, yeah. That's another one that like, I hope they don't take that super seriously. You literally can like become you can eat people in that. Yeah, game. it's it's not as like Borderlands silly, but it's still silly. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. Um. So hopefully they kind of lean into that. A lot. Yeah. Um. Also, Stranger Things got a release date. Yep. May twenty seventh. Is that a holiday? No. It's uh, not. No. Dang. But it's... Things are delayed. <laughs> I wonder if it'll focus on a holiday. I mean, isn't it focus on spring break a little bit? Um, I mean, I there, there's a holiday. A there's a holiday it's, like present most of the time, but it's not a focus. Spring break is close enough. It's always like tied to some sort of yeah. time in the because yeah yeah because like, like the previous one was like summer right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth of July. So I, I would say more a season Christmas? rather than a holiday. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I can take that. Yeah, because I that like was... holiday stuff. Yeah. It should have been Easter and come out in March. Um, it's also, we thought it was going to be the last season. Um, so, a couple more details. It is not the last season. Season five will be the last. Mm. Season four will be twice as long um, as the other seasons. Sheesh. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it's almost like we're getting three more seasons at least, if you think about it. In... Wow sense of like how many episodes we're getting i am at least happy to hear that they're like have an end in 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 sight though like i these types of shows always scare me because i like them a lot but i want a conclusion to the story i don't want to just go go on and on and like get more and more nonsensical i love that they said they're getting there though like i think it's really cool to be like yeah we're ending this like thank goodness Mm -hmm. i i feel like this is a it's a good story but it does need to start to head in that direction I think. Yeah. Especially the kids growing up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm going to have the Harry crazy. Potter problem. Yeah. yeah. Very, very excited. Uh, well, now we're getting to more Paramount news. We talked about Sonic 3 happening. Uh, Knuckles is a TV show. LJ would like it to be called And Knuckles. Yeah, they should just call it And Knuckles. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> I Just Elbow will be reprising the role, which is kind of surprising. Um, like, I Just Elbow taking on any TV show, I just wouldn't think Knuckles would be his... They, First they could, choice. They could totally do it about like the Echidna race and like the whole Master Emerald thing. Like, yeah, they, there's, I mean, there's a lot of like. There's lore there. Like if you think about it, Echidna's made a presence in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. 
it'll be interesting. I mean, there was like, like you said, in the movie and then in the games, like Sonic Adventure mm-hmm. uh, kind of leans into this. Like, it's almost like a Mayan culture that they had where the yeah. emeralds come from and they're protectors of the emeralds. Um, there's there's a lot of like in-game lore, too. I'm sure yeah. there's comics and stuff, too. I don't know about any of that. Oh, um, I've, I've heard those comics are good, especially like the recent ones. Yeah. Like, yeah I've, I've heard they're pretty solid. Uh, Knuckles is a cool character. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, should be should be fun. We also got uh, Transformers Earth Spark. I think we got a little like peek at what that looks like um, on a post. Paramount threw so much news out. Yeah. Uh, Halo Season 2 hey, uh, has been greenlit. 19. And Halo's not even out yet. Yeah. Uh, they did say they're going to show his face, which, I mean, obviously we see the actor, so. Yeah. Um, That's a weird, like, piece of news, but I'm sure. Yeah. They just wanted to get it over. Everyone would have been talking about it. I'd probably oh, yeah. would have been mad. If they hadn't just, you know, softened the blow. Just let they, us know. Yeah, already. they had to be like, yeah, we're, we're going to show his face. Um, yeah. The other thing that trips me out is, like, I'm like, okay, we might want to hold on is, uh. They got another Yellowstone-related show coming out, which I'm like, okay, like, I know it's one of the most popular shows right now, but y'all gotta, like, slow your roll. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, that'll be a big thing, and I don't know if that's, they're hoping, you know, everyone will jump over to Paramount, but I don't think that we're in a stage now where people are gonna choose one over the other. People are just buying more and more services. I'm, um, I'm, I'm that person, because now I have Paramount. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to... I plan to get Paramount when Halo comes out. Oh, um, I hate there's it. There's Avatar stuff after that that's supposed to be in the works. and like, um, So I'm, I'm going to pick it up, but I definitely am only going to watch one or two shows. But um, I also I, have to remember... I spend all remember, my time on Paramount. Yeah, but I also have to remember, like, it seems like I have a lot because I do. But it's also like I still have Apple, Apple TV Plus or whatever. But I forget, I have that for free for like eight months or something ridiculous. Like... Right. so like it feels like i'm paying for so much but i'm really not paying for as much mm-hmm. and then That's... i think even paramount's only like five bucks i think so it's not gonna like break the bank right um but it won't be long where that will hike up kind of like netflix just did so it's like we talk about this all the time it's real sketchy with all these services mm-hmm. yeah your cable bundle will be very different soon I yeah uh, but live TV still doing really well, so I don't know. Yeah. I really thought the cable uh, would be completely cut at this point, um, and it it hasn't yet. And I don't think it will for a while. Yeah, um, I think people the are more... still big about their live TV. Yeah, I mean, if anything, people have alternatives for live TV, like YouTube and Hulu now. So, like, mm-hmm. that's the other thing too is we're getting dangerously close to where it's like regular cable will not be a thing because all the streaming platforms have some kind of version of live TV. Yeah, that's true. Cable did a smart thing that I didn't see coming, and that was um, taking the DVR situation and just making it a streaming. Yep. So uh, my mom, I've gone to her, like, we went to her house, and she has cable. Um, I was able to watch Walking Dead while I was there just because I mean, most people that have cable know this, but, you know, I could literally just go back and look at old episodes on her cable box yeah. watch them like a streaming service. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I mean... That was a really smart move on the cable company side. Yeah. And, then, and then Cox even has something that's only a streaming box now. So it's wow. it's, oh, getting, wow, yeah. it, it's getting weird. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they had to adapt. It would have been an adapt-or-die situation. So. Yeah. Uh, that's very true. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's that's it, though. Are we geeking out about anything else? Oh, I am geeking out about something, but I'll let you guys... <laughs> 
Huh? Okay. You built it up, now you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, my church this is really small, but I was literally jumping oh, out of my yeah. seat yesterday. Uh, my church, I go to Life Church. Um, there's like 30 some campuses. I think it's 37 campuses now. Um, and at each church location, they do before worship, uh, during the countdown that people are like coming in. Uh, if you get there a little earlier, uh, they do a cover song. The cover songs are usually like old, like songs from like, YouTube or That's cool. uh, like Bruce Springsteen, whatever. Nice. Um, so I do Pro Presenter, uh, which is like fancy PowerPoint, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, for the worship team, and I'm looking at the song called Enemy from uh, Imagine Dragons. That's and I was so like, cool. I don't think I know this song. That's weird. And I'm like reading the lyrics and I'm like, and then like the music started. And I just, like, my realization of what was playing at church was the uh, theme song to Arcane. Um, And I was literally, like, I I go to the last two services, so everyone else had been there. Everyone else had heard it. Um, uh, The guy in the sound booth, like, he actually chose the song, so he knew. Mm-hmm. So no one else is freaking out, but I was literally like almost <laughs> out of my chair. And I was That's like, great. I "Yeah, so my hands much. were all over the place," and everyone nice. was like, "Calm down, it's cool." I, I was so it. excited. Funny. I was at sure <laughs> oh. um, I was at game night the other day, and my sister was there, and we just had music going on the background. And that song came on, and my sister—it's so funny because like I'm obviously like the very geeky one of the two of us. I consume all this geeky stuff, and she just doesn't. Um, but she's watched Arcane, and I haven't yet. And she's like, oh, Shelly, wow. when are you going to watch Arcane? This is the theme song for Arcane. I'm like, ah, you should. I'm sorry. Like, you, I will. I just, I'm, I think I'm you very should. slow when it comes to shows. <laughs> yeah. My worship pastor nailed it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. It was probably one of the coolest things. We, I, I don't know. I go to a fun church. We, uh, whether we should have or not is debatable. Uh, but th- during youth group one day, um, we played the... I think I remember um, this story. Squid Games uh, yeah. music to a game that they were playing. I think they were literally playing Tug of War. Um, if you've seen oh the show, that's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then we've also like played the theme song to Mortal Kombat as they've like walked in. That's um, awesome. Yeah, we like to have fun with it. Um, but it's usually for the youth. Yeah. Like arc- theme song to Arcane, I would have more imagined would have been something they would have shown during Switch, not for... Not for big church, as we call it. Yeah. Um, it was cool. That's awesome. I'm sure all the nerds were very happy. All the geeks. But are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Um, I do have a small thing to add. Um, I have an yeah. old, a box of old comic books to go through. Actually, he might be stoked because he might be listening to this. My buddy Jarrett from from uh, my old Bible study. So I was at work today, and all of a sudden I, uh, I heard, like, so, like, when people give your name at, like, the UPS store. So I heard his wife, like, give her name, and I was like, Hey, I'm like, I know you. What's up? You know, like, so it's like I've been seeing people from church at my new job. And so she comes back in with this box and she's like, hey, like, um, you know, like we're going through our old stuff and, you know, we have these old comics. Like we were just going to get rid of them and donate them. But seeing you here, like, she's like, you know, I want you to have or like, do you want these? Like, you know, like, and I was like, yeah, definitely. I was like, super cool. Um. So I have a, bu- a box of old comics now that I'm going to go through. Like, I saw some, like, old Swamp Thing comics, some Daredevil comics, some, like, old school, like, Archie stuff, Richie Rich, and, like, Disney stuff. Like, that's going to be a fun box to go through. Um, so uh, I'm a little excited about that beyond the other things I have going on. But, yeah, I'm, it's kind of exciting. Like, I'm definitely going to take pictures and stuff of yeah, it's awesome. some of the cool things I find in there. I haven't looked through them all yet, but uh, it's exciting. So... 
Yeah. I, so, Jared, if you're listening to this, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. You, Shelly? No, I got on. All right. LJ, where could they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ streaming on our Twitch channel uh, on Friday nights. Uh, I'm going to be having a new desk set up here pretty soon, and I got myself a new webcam. So, um, the upgrade mode is happening. So, nice. stay tuned for all that. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And then Tuesday nights, I'm streaming on the twitch.tv slash Grace channel. Still playing Persona 4 Golden. I'm not very consistent. Life is weird. But most weeks, <laughs> yes, I'm playing that. Cool. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram, at Cody Armor. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Goodbye. Peace. <laughs>